We're broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. Welcome to Trivia Escape Pod. I'm your host, Engineer Rachel. And I'm Ross White. It's February 18th, 2020, and we are searching for a hospitable planet. But in the meantime, we have trivia questions about friends, state nicknames, and hit records, as well as a this or that round. We'll be asking trivia questions in four rounds to test your knowledge and occasionally your creative thinking. We're still on the lookout for a permanent theme song, but this week Spock has aimed our communications array at Earth, and he's left me a note that says our uplink is with Earth's greatest musician. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Mm. Uh, it's, I assume it is too late to contact Prince or David Bowie, so this has got to be yeah. Beyonce. And I'm initiating that uplink now. I'm, I'm really excited about this. It sounds like an old Earth phone. Hmm. You're listening to Dr. Spin Radio. Dr. Spin. Dr. Spin. Dr. Spin, this is the trivia escape pod. Oh, I'm hearing voices again. Dang space madness. I know what will call me down another soothing tune. I think he's about to sing, Rich. I think you're under the moon, and it's the same as the escape pod that I get from you, huh? You've got that kind of AI that could be so smooth and give me a Spock, make it real, or else we'll get out of here. <laughs> oh, wow. my God. That... Oh, oh. <laughs> That's, well, I guess the transmission has ended. Oh, um, man. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> I think we might have just been treated to a live performance from Dr. Spin, really, Rachel. Really? I think so. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He. Um, I don't think he could hear us, uh, okay. but, you know, I, it, it sounded like he's got his own radio station back That's on Earth. That's good for him. I'm glad he's, like, making waves. So, okay. So, here's what I want to know, though. If he has his own radio station... Are all of his songs about us? Because that was that song was totally about us. Right, it was. I feel like he's got to branch out sometimes, you know, talk about his own life. I wonder what would happen if we tried to establish the uplink again. I'm not going to try it. I feel like that would be tempting yeah. fate. Um, I just, if Dr. Spin, if you're listening, I'm your biggest fan. It's true. She is. She will talk about you when we are not recording and... She swoons a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen her sort of waving her her hand at her face no, as though kerchief. she's fanning at herself and her kerchief. My, just I wave it, you know. You have a surprising genteely. number of kerchiefs. It's really an issue. The thing that surprises me most is when you wave a kerchief and then you put it down and then another one appears in your hand and you wave it and you put it down and then another one appears in your hand. They'll just come out of my sleeve all tied together. That is what is happening, isn't it? Yeah. Engineer Rachel, low rent magician. (laughs) She's available for parties, people. Very high rent, actually. Oh, excuse me. She's available for parties of rich children, then. All right. So if you're very rich and you want your child to be a little bit terrified, hire me. Yes. Rachel, I am awake. Julia is not in her stasis bed, and you are with me again. This has happened recently. Mm-hmm. You're back. Spock mm-hmm. is back. Spock is floating through the pod. Mm-hmm. Well, good, because I like him. Um, Julia, I, I like Julia okay, but, you know, I think I just, I, I get tired of being downstairs, as I've told you before. I've told you before that I get tired of being downstairs. And so today I sent her on a quest for a Space Hardy's. A space Hardee's? Mm-hmm. Well, she's a 
she's a big cookout fan. Yeah, she well, talks about it on almost every I episode. I told her if she found me Space Hardies, I would give her the meaning of life. I mean, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. She is constantly searching for meaning in her life. But how is she going to find a Space Hardies? She won't. They don't exist in space. Oh, okay. The copyright on the star logo, you can't do that in space. Too many stars. Too many real stars. But that one's a smiling star, isn't it? Yeah. Well, all stars smile. Are you saying all stars smile as in like, hey, now you're an all star? Yes. The Smash Mouth yeah, all star smile. Get, <laughs> get trivia skate pod. Woo. That was a, that was a Dr. Spin cover. Dr. Spin it? did do that cover as well. I feel like we're getting too deep in our own lore. Uh, truly. But you know what? It's good that we have something on radar to interrupt <gasps> the two of us. Good. Because this could go on for much too long. It, it really, really could. It looks like somebody else is floating through space in an escape pod, so I'm going to perform the docking maneuver. Analyzing passenger manifest. I am opening the airlock. Our guest today is a college professor with a penchant for disaster. Please welcome Sarah Boyd. Hello. Sarah Boyd, what are you doing floating through space? I don't know, just out for a walk, you know, got tired, got to stop grading papers. So you went directly from your university office into outer space by means of a walk? Pretty much, spacewalk. Moonwalk? Podwalk. Are we just going to prepend other things to the word walk for a little while? Catwalk. <laughs> Catwalk. Uh, I don't have any more. Uh, Sleepwalk. Ooh. Boardwalk. Mm. Walk the moon. Ah, ah, you messed it up, Ross. Sarah Boyd, uh, you are one of our favorite people on the planet. This is Yay! true. Well, we're not on a planet, but you get the picture. On the planet of Earth, mm. which we are not anywhere near right, right. anymore. Yeah. Uh, tell us what's been going on with you recently. You're grading a ton of papers because it's that time of the semester. Every day, all day, can't stop. <sighs> Won't stop. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's good. I'm teaching a great science fiction and fantasy class this semester, Ooh. which I'm loving. It's all about time travel. So, you know, that's why I came directly from my office to here. So it was not merely... A voyage through space, but also through time. What year is it now in your perception? 1904. Rach, we've moved back in time. I think we're in a mistake. Look, we're on so many different timelines in this escape pod. We've actually met Sarah Boyd's great-great-grandmother, the original Sarah Boyd. Oh my God, she looks amazing, too. She looks a lot like her great-great-granddaughter. Indeed. So, great-great-grandma Boyd. (laughs) How you feeling about women's rights? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. I got another 15 years before I can vote legally, but I'm I'm into it. It's good you've got a timeline. Yeah, I mean, I'm there. I'm on top of it. Feels good. Well, Sarah, here are the rules. We've provided you with a pen and paper, and we're going to ask you some questions. Our intelligence scanners will give you points for each answer you get right, and our AI seems to have a sense of humor. In addition to correct answers, it now gives points for answers that are so wrong that they make us laugh. We'll ask all the questions for a round to give the listeners time to think about their own answers, and then we'll check in with you to see how you did. Excellent. Yeehaw. Round one is a general knowledge round, and each correct answer in this round is worth 50 points. All right. Shall I start it off? Please do. All right. Question one. In which European city is the musical Cabaret set? 
I have to admit that I have never seen Cabaret. Neither have I. I've heard it's very good, though. I thought it was a play. It's a musical. What kind of musical? A play musical. One, like one, one of those. Murder musical? I don't think so. No, I think it's really more of like, we're burlesque. Ha ha! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is a thing I find myself saying on the regular basis. Right. I've heard you, know? you say it many times before. Yeah, it's weird. You know, often the first words when I wake up are, <laughs> we're burlesque. Ha ha! I love saying it. It just feels good on the tongue. It rolls off. Question number two is a four-part question. I'll give you a state nickname. You tell me which U.S. state that is. 2A is the Hot Springs State. Ooh, the Hot Springs State? Yeah, which sounds like a very pleasant state to <sighs> take know, a dip in. Like spa culture and... Yeah, the Hot Spring State. I don't know. 2B okay. is the Gym State. That's G-E-M, not J-I-M. That would just be a state like, for some dude. Gym State? Maybe all gyms live there. I have a recurring chin hair that I've named Jim. Oh. It's like J-I-M or G-E-M? No, J-I-M. Okay. I name all my chin hairs after Jim and the holograms. Well, see, I just have one, so. Ah, yes, I have more than one. To see the Hawkeye State. Hawkeye. Everyone who lives there does archery. And 2D Mm -hmm. is the granite state. Man. Granite countertops? Yeah. Exactly. Imagine that's what you're known for. Granite. I mean, it just seems better than being known for being New Jersey. Aren't they the garden state? Which seems surprising considering how much of a shithole much of the state is. Honestly, I've only ever driven through it, so... Have you been on the turnpike? Probably. That's the least pleasant place on the planet. I drove to New York with my father from North Carolina. Yeah, you were probably on the turnpike for a bit. It's probably on the turnpike. Okay. Question three for the yeah, time. Let's do it. Name the following characters on Friends. A. The grumpy old man who lives upstairs. <laughs> uh, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're popular with the kids these days. You're from the 90s. <laughs> I know. The 1890s. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Friends. B. Phoebe's evil twin. C. Phoebe's slightly insane half-brother. And D. Monica and Ross's dad. God. I really didn't watch Fringe that much. Ugh. Well, if if you need inspiration, just look over here, because when she woke me up this week, uh, Engineer Rachel had given me the Rachel, the iconic haircut. Really? I mean, don't I look good? looks great. I wanted that haircut in the 90s. I think a lot of people wanted that haircut in the 90s. I actually really did have something close to that in the 90s for a while. Wait, Ross, you might understand this pain. Yes. Whenever you tell people your name, do they say, like, from friends? Oh, for years and years and years. And I still get that sometimes, and it's solidly 2020. There was a time when I was dating a young woman named Rachel while that show was at its... Wow. Zenith. That's terrifying. It was, oh, we got so much of that. And I think she was quite pleased by that, but I was mostly just embarrassed. Mm. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't true love. It it was not a thing that worked out. <laughs> Tragic. Question number four. Where is the only place on earth that crocodiles and alligators live together in the wild? I'm looking for a specific region or watershed, so you can't just give me a country or say the 
Western North Hemisphere. At, North America. North Atlantic. Uh, is that as specific of a region? Gotta give me, no, it's gotta be a little more specific in terms of the region or watershed. And this question oh, is actually sent in by a listener. It's a shed it's made a of shed water. Made of water. A shed that made of water. Make any sense. Yeah. No, it's a watershed. Like. Don't you have a shed for your water tools? Water, You've heard of a she tools? shed, right? I, I have heard of a she shed. So where does a mermaid go? A watershed. <laughs> oh, <nice>. hell yeah! <laughs> this was a a, um, a listener submitted question. This was a little listener they, submitted the question. One, the, the alligators and crocodiles. Yes, yes. yes. It I mean, was submitted like a, by my wife. A, a metaphorical <gasps> place like Disneyland or something. It's no, it's not a metaphor. I promise. I'm it's a real place. You'll it's have heard of it. Disneyland. Question number five. We'll name a, a fictional school. You tell us what TV show or movie it's from. Okay. And it's a four-part question. 5A. So many parts. <laughs> so many parts. 5A. Homework. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the last person to say so many parts was Frank Perdue. Talking about the chicken. Uh. 5A. Greendale Community College. What film or television show is that from? Greendale. Greendale. Community College. 5B, Rydell High School. Rydell? How do you spell that? R-Y-D-E-L-L. Although I'm wondering if you ever see it written anywhere in the movie. You have to. They've got to have like an entrance to the school somewhere in the movie. Rydell High School. Yeah. 5C is North Shore High School. Like North Jersey Shore? Is that are they are they in high school? They are in is high that, school. Is that a reality television it's, show? Oh, are are the people from Jersey Shore in high school? No, they did not finish high school. I feel confident of that. Wait, what was that one again? I just wrote down North Jersey. They probably <laughs> did. It's probably easy. It was in North Shore High School. I'm pretty sure North this is not set in Shore. Jersey. Rach, help me high out. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think but so I don't either. know if it has a specific setting either. And we know and, it's the OC. And oh, 5D is Neptune High School. Oh, the only one I know. To be real with you, I wouldn't have gotten any of these. Oh yeah. Uh, sounds and like, like Sarah's I've got one. I've seen three out of four one of right. these. I have one right. I've seen three out of four of these. I still would not have gotten them. Well, number six is even tougher. Oh, oh shit. heck. Are you are you ready for number six? Uh yes, I'm. That's well, Forge Forgehead. Who's ready? Let's go. <laughs> okay, question six. Fort Utah was renamed in 1850, and it's now Utah's third largest city. What is that new name? Why are you asking Utah Fort questions? Utah. Yeah, you guess Mormons secretly. I think Ross is. It's true. I have several sister wives. Ugh. And we all have a compound. Everybody lives on the same block. Next week, I'm ejecting you. You know, the only thing I know really about Mormonism is from the show Big Love on HBO. Sister wives. I assume all Mormons look like Bill Paxton. I just remember it was a thing in high school to talk about Mormon underwear. And um, someone had like superimposed Mitt Romney's face on a model of Mormon underwear. So it was like, this is what Mitt Romney wears. It looks comfortable. I don't know. Wait, so what you're saying is that Mitt Romney's garments He's got have a picture of Mitt Romney on them. No. That'd oh. be great. Well, maybe. It was just like Mormons wear these special long underwear. Sure, sure. Someone was like, this is probably what Mitt Romney wears. And then like yeah, photoshopped it. Wonderful. I think it would be amazing if Mitt Romney wore garments with his face on them. I think, you know, because when he and his wife Don't. have a little bit of that special time, 
She's gonna un- unbutton doubt. that uh, that button down shirt and be like, "Oh, Mitt, let me stare into your eyes, Ugh. and let me stare into the eyes on your chest." Ugh. Huh? What about cats? I think I would imagine him in cats. I just like cat themed. Like Mitt Romney in the movie Cats? No, wearing cat underwear. Oh, oh. my God. Has anyone seen Cats here? No. no. I have. Oh, why? Mm-hmm. Oh, for fun. It was my Christmas present <laughs> for my, fr- my friend. I was like, yeah, I want you to take me to see Cats. This is not a good friend. It was a choice. No, it was a really good friend. <laughs> Sarah, let's review your answers in our general knowledge round. Question <sighs> number one. In which European city is the musical Cabaret set? Uh, I mean, I had to just say Paris. I don't know if that's actually right, but it's probably like Prague. A respectable choice. But the answer is Berlin. Berlin! I think it takes place Berlin. kind of during World War II. Oh, nice. Does actually, it? I might watch Cabaret. Did I invent that with my brain right now? You could be right. I haven't seen Cabaret. I don't think any of us have no, seen Cabaret. No we established like, that. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. Question two. Uh, I'll give you the state nickname. You tell me which state it is. The Hot Spring State. Arkansas. Heck Yeah. All right, gem state. I don't know. I mean, I was trying to think physical fitness and like somewhere like California, but we know they just do plastic surgery. So I was thinking like Oregon. They probably are fit there. You know, it's gem, like G E M. Oh, G E M? Wait, I thought you said G Y M. No. God damn it. I gem. rethink everything now. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a few seconds. Gem state, gem state, gem state. Um, That's going to be. Uh, Tennessee. No, it's Idaho. Idaho. Who would have thought? And uh, let's see, the Hawkeye State. Ohio. Iowa. Iowa, I meant. Okay, one more. The Granite State. Montana. So close. It was New Hampshire. I, of course, New Montana. The new Montana is Hannah Montana, Sarah. (laughs) Number three. Name the following characters on Friends. 3A is the grumpy old man who lives upstairs. Charles. I don't know what his first name was, but he was Mr. Heckles. Mr. Heckles. I didn't. 3B was Phoebe's evil twin. Alice. That's Ursula. Oh, that's my... My sister's name is Alice. I thought I would just... Is she, is she your evil twin? Get a jab in there for old time's sake. Okay. It's, it's, I hope she's a listener. Uh, 3C, Phoebe's slightly insane half-brother. Steve. Frank. 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 And 3D, Monica and Ross's dad. I know this is incorrect, but all I could think over and over and over again was Chandler, 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 Chandler. <laughs> His name was Jack. 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 Okay, that's fine. All right, on to question four. Where is the only place on earth that crocodiles and alligators live together in the wild? Okay, I wrote down Disneyland because that was my first impulse, but I'm going to go with the Florida. Florida. Can you be any, is there a region of Florida where you might There's find like alligators and crocs? It's all swampy. Yeah, I think we can uh, give you that for the 50 Florida Ever- Everglades. Everglades! Yes. Oh, that's, yeah, that's the name. Number five, I'll name a fictional school. You tell me which TV show or movie it's from. 5A was Greendale Community College. It's community? That is correct. Yeah, 50 points. Rydell High School. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That is Greece. Damn it. 5C, North Shore High School. The OC. I don't know. It's Mean Girls. Oh, Mean Girls. And 5D, Neptune High School. Veronica Mars uh-huh. is watching you. <laughs> That's, that was her theme song. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. 
All right. One more question for this round. Fort Utah was renamed in 1850 and is now Utah's third largest city. What is the new name? I mean, I want to say something like Joseph Smithville, but it's probably Salt Lake City. It is actually Provo. Provo? That's a cheese. It's not a state or city or anywhere. <laughs> if you if you if you isolated that town, it'd be Provo all alone. Provolone. Yeah. The Provolones are out to get you. You really worked for that, didn't you, Rachel? <laughs> not that hard. <laughs> well, after one round, what is the AI telling you that Sarah's score is, Rach? It's given her 200 points that's a great bowling score that is a terrific bowling that was a score. wonderful bowling score i'm gonna go with bowling my bowling score was like 60 i can bowl like a 120 on a good day really? Ooh, right, yeah fancy pants. yeah well, i'm bragging gloves oh no i don't have gloves but shoes. i do own my own shoes ah. because episode nine guest Corey brown used to work at a bowling alley and got me a pair of discarded bowling <laughs> shoes which i have Upstairs in the, friend, the upper deck of the pod. The number of feet that have been in those shoes. That's why I wear them is to imagine. My friend who was now successful in his field, um <laughs> last year, I think, or maybe two years ago, he went bowling and he decided he liked the bowling shoes better than the shoes he came with. So he just left with the bowling shoes and left his shoes there. And I respect that a lot. I do too. Some bowling alley employees probably like these are some pretty dope Nikes. I bet they weren't Nikes. But yeah. He's successful now, but he wasn't no, then. No, he was in college. And college students can't wear Nikes. And how are you defining success? No, here? I'm just he I think he wore shitty shoes to the bowling alley and like just flip flops. He was like these Yeah. And he's like these bowling shoes are better than my shoes. Than oh, my God, shoes. I hope he didn't wear flip flops because that means no he did socks. not have socks. socks. Maybe that's why he took them. Service to the community. Ugh. <laughs> round two today, Sarah, is our impeachment round, and I'm Ooh. saying it all funny because we've got questions about peaches peaches, and questions about mints, but also a question about impeachment. Here's question number one. Which two Republicans voted with Democrats to allow additional witnesses in President Trump's impeachment trial, and what states do they represent? I know one of them was good old Mitt Romney because well, we like his underwear. Yeah, you've already picked up 50 points. And, you know, we'll check back in with you at the end of the end of the round and see how you did. So we'll give you some time to think about that other one and to tell us what state Mitt Romney is from. Statements? I don't know. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to write this down and tell you guys later. Yeah. I mean, you can right. really tell us at I any point. You can do whatever you sure. want. We have no problem. I mean, if, in fairness, we no were talking one. about Mitt Romney like three minutes ago, which means you had you had 50 oh. points. We It's not like we planned no. somehow to talk about Mitt Romney's underwear so I that we could I'm ask saying, you this question. No, There's Mormons came up. There's a lot of Salt Lake City. There's a lot of Utah. Anyway, I think it's Utah. Well, we've already discussed that Ross is actually a Mormon, so... Okay, question number two. Which U.S. state is the peach state? And in which... Wait, oh yeah. And in which South Carolina city will you find a giant peach water tower? I feel like we can put city in air quotes for that. You put you Wait, put it in real quotes. This is a two-part question. So like, I'm looking for a peach water tower, which by the way, those are everywhere in the South. But there's one in South Carolina that's like it's sort of the famous one. Everything. It's sort of the famous one in South Carolina. So yeah, we want any South and Carolina. And then what city. state is the peach state? Okay, wait. Do you want me to say this out loud? No, I've we'll, it come, down. we'll I've come back down. to you. We'll come I have back. An idea. To you. Hold your. Tongue. I don't know. Here's number three. 
The Constitution describes grounds for impeachment in just eight words. The definitions of the three terms described in those eight words may be open to interpretation, but I want you to tell me the exact eight words that are grounds for impeachment. Verbatim. Look. Those exact eight words. Some people know the U.S. Constitution, Boyd. I mean, I can give you? you the Gettysburg no. Address. Yeah, do you? That, no, why I, know I know the, the preamble. Clear and present danger. That's something else. That, that's a Tom Clancy novel. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I just know the preamble. Okay, uh, that is actually the Tom Clancy novel I am currently reading. Listeners, really? right listeners of the show know that I have, since the beginning of 2020, been rereading my way through oh, the Jack Ryan series. Really? Clear and Present Danger is number six in okay. the series. Are you a big mm. fan of what's-his-name from that one show? What's yep. Ah, uh, John Krasinski yeah, from The Office. John Krasinski from The Office. Lo- love me some Jim and Pam so oh. much so that I will read Tom Clancy novels. Wow, that's yes. how you're going deep. Dedication. Deep love. Yeah. I heard one time that he breathes, therefore... I'm still breathing. That's how big my fandom is. Okay. I think that joke missed me a little bit. It was not a joke. Oh. Okay. Okay, it was trying to be, but it (laughs) failed spectacularly. (laughs) I knew it when I said it. I just can't let you get away with it. Uh, You know what? The next time you have a joke fall flat, I'm just going to hammer on it. I'm ready. All right, question three. Why don't you? Four. More question four. I already Four? asked question number three. <gasps> oh, yeah, I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neither was I. All right. The U.S. Mint does not have responsibility for printing paper money. Which government agency does that? And which executive department houses them both? This is an interesting question. Yeah, we're Where getting all up money? the government. I mean, I was reaching for something like, well, the EPA, but... So the Mint only does the coins, then? The Mint only does the coins and commemorative things. I love a commemorative quarter. Do you? Oh, I do. I collect them. Like the ones they sell on TV? Do they still sell those on TV? I don't even know. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't buy them because that's not the fun of it. So you the like, fun of it is interrogating your friends for what kind of quarters they get. You got. like the the ones with the states on the back, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. So well, you, see, they have like state park commemorative quarters, and those are the oh, ones yeah. that I like because they have a little ring rim around them, so you can tell them apart. All right, I've got a jar full of quarters somewhere in the pot. I'd be happy to if let you, you any, into if that. You have any good look? Good Denver mints. Always in it for because Philadelphia mints. You get a lot of those in around uh, here, but you know Philadelphia. Get, mint. You don't get I the mean, good Denver on. mints. It's true. Not in not in this sector of space. Absolutely not. Question number five. Though the Constitution says that all civil officers of the United States can be impeached, it lists two offices by name. Which two offices are listed? They're good ones. They're real good ones. The kind you just love to impeach. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Question number six. What is the name of the chewing gum that has used twins in its advertisement for years? Oh, really? This one hurts. It hurts? Do you want to explain why that's so painful? You know why it's painful. I don't. Because you have a thing for twins? No. Because mm. I have this... a thing for poor... No, I'm not going to say it. I was... Does this have something to do with Alice? Are we back on her again? I wish. <laughs> Number seven, who are the last four chief justices of the Supreme Court, including the current chief justice? 
last fork. Why not nine, all nine? Why are we not going for? It's the Chief Justice. Yeah, just the Chief oh, Justice. Just the Chief Justice. Just the Chief Justice. Last so four the people to occupy three that. before him. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Oh the, yeah. They're no longer with us. Um, Chief Justice. I'm just gonna write names down. Yeah, go for it. Of my all right. my little ponies. And that's all the questions for this round. Oh, wait. Okay. We actually do not want the chief justices of the My Little Pony Supreme Court. We actually want the U.S. They're the highest Supreme court in this land. They, you know. <laughs> they're the highest court in Ponyland. That's, they're the highest court for caring um, uh, and sharing. And friendship. Yeah. Friendship is magic. <laughs> Every uh, brony listening to the show is like, yeah, Sarah Boyd knows some things. Oh. I don't know anything. I know nothing. Well, I know nothing. I'm from the know nothing state. It used to be a party of the 19th century. That oh, is true. The know nothing You party. would know because you're Because you're old. living in 1904. That's right. Straight up. Sarah, number one in this round, which two Republicans voted with Democrats to allow additional witnesses in President Trump's impeachment trial? And what states do they represent? Well, Mitt Romney already said in Utah. That is correct. So you've got 100 points right there. <sighs> Relief. Um, I don't know who the other person is. I mean, I know it's not Richard Burr and Thom Phyllis because they represent us and didn't do anything. Mm, I'm on Tom Tillis's email list. Yeah. Too. You know, he wrote I can't me get an off email of it. back when I wrote him last week about the impeachment. I was like, please let... You know, evidence or something oh, in yeah. there. He writes you back. It's just Ugh, all terrible. Almost immediately. And it's really long. And then he was like, this is why I voted no. And it was like two reasons that had nothing to do with what he was actually supposed to be voting on. I was like, how is this legal? You're our legislator. God, whenever I write him, he just <gasps> writes back, whatever, cuck. <laughs> yeah. So. What a jerk. The other answer was Senator Susan Collins of Maine. Oh, that sounds right. Yes. Yeah, Su Susie Collins, my favorite. That sounds right. Okay. Married to Tom Collins. The best drink ever. All right. What number two? Which U.S. state is the peach state? It's Georgia, even though it should be Arkansas. Let's be honest. The peaches in Arkansas. Oh, peach in a hot spring. Yeah, peach in a hot spring. Yeah, not from. Mm. Just a fan just, of. Just a fan. Big fan. All right. Big fan. Way it, back, nineteenth century. Okay, so which South Carolina city will you find the giant peach water tower? I'm going to say Charleston. Mm, no. The correct answer was Gaffney, South Carolina, right there what? on I-85 as you head south into the peach state. All the time. Very famous uh, butt on the side of the Gaffney. highway. Mm -hmm. Gaffney. And the restaurant closest to little... the peachoid is called Fats. Yeah. Ooh, it's a fun little erotic twist to your basic family road trip. <laughs> sure is. Number three, the Constitution describes grounds for impeachment in just eight words. What are those eight words, Sarah? I don't know. Those are those only are it. three words. The correct answer was treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. All I had was high and That was my band name in college. Other high crimes and misdemeanors? Mm-hmm. Or just... The and, whole thing. And, the whole thing. Only words. Blood Grandpa. And Blood Grandpa. Well, and that's my band with Spock right now. Ah. Yeah. Are you guys animal? playing shows yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're getting out there soon. We're perfecting our sound okay. first. Spock has recently been carrying a washboard around the pod, which makes me think perhaps Blood Grandpa has moved from ska into being a jug band. Uh, we like to like throw in some bonus content and mixed mediums. Oh, is that for your pa your Patreon subscribers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're revolutionizing 
revol- revol- I can't say words. We're revolutionizing the genre of, course of ska. Are. Sure. Sarah, number four, the U.S. Mint does not have responsibility for printing paper money. Which government agency does that? Oh, I don't know. Greenpeace? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep. uh, National Security NSA? <laughs> that is the Bureau of Engraving and Printing what? that does that. And which them. executive department houses both the U.S. Mint and the Bureau of Engraving and Printing? I've already overthought it. It's too late. I'm thinking too much. I don't know. That is the U.S. Department of the Treasury. The Department of the Treasury, of course. Uh, of course. Also, where the Secret Service is. Really? The really? Secret Service? Yeah, the Secret Service is housed in Treasury because when they were sense. created, they were created to fight counterfeiting. Huh. Oh, Interesting. That's a good fact. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln signed the Secret Service into existence the day that he was assassinated. Oh. April the 14th, That is some rich irony. Yeah, learn that on a previous episode of the podcast. Okay. It's good. Time for question number five. Though the Constitution says that all silver officers of the United States can be impeached, it lists two offices by name. What are they? Office of the Presidency. Indeed. Ding, ding, ding. And Office of the Water Closet? I don't know. <laughs> office of the... Vice Chancellor Darth Maul. <laughs> Darth Maul is mentioned in the U.S. Constitution. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, office of the <sighs> Barbie dolls. I don't know. You almost started to say it. The Vice President of is the, vice the other one that is mentioned. Oh yeah, he too. Yes, him as well, or she. Uh, Feminism. Well, I mean, America. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for question number six. What is the name of the chewing gum that has used twins in its advertisements for years? Is it Double Mint? It is Double Mint. Double That's mint. worth 50 points. Double number mint. seven, who are the last four chief justices of the Supreme Court? I don't know. All I can think of was Scorsese, but I realize he's a director, so I'm probably <laughs> thinking of Scalia. Um of one person, R.I.P. Um, and then I was just like, I don't know, like Roberts. And... Okay, so that's 50 points. John Roberts so, is the current Chief Justice correct. of the Supreme Court. <laughs> and then I was going back in time, and all I can think of is like Ringquist. That is also a correct answer. 50 <laughs> points. And then I'm just going back further in time, and it's just like William Randolph Hearst. No, that's a millionaire. Um, I just can't get into... <laughs> Any more of them. I just, I'm back. I'm back against the wall. I think you're doing an amazing job for someone who is living in 1904 and yet is amazingly available or able to. You're really doing wonderful. This is from 2020. The the last two names, however, were Earl Warren and Warren Berger. Berger? Berger. Berger. Okay, the Warren. Chomp, chomp. That's, that you know, that's what all of the other associate justices used to say whenever he would write the dissenting opinion. It, it, they would say "chomp chomp." They might have. You don't know, Ross. You weren't there. I, I was not. What is Sarah Boyd's score after two rounds? After two rounds, the AI is computed at a five fifty. 
which Woo! is which is pretty good. That's a darn That's a, respectable score. An amazing bowling score. <laughs> it's like a godlike bowling score. <laughs> Thank you very much. That is telekinesis knocking down every pin in your lane and a lot of them in all someone the else's lanes. lane. All the other lanes. Yeah. All the lanes. Well, we are going to be right back after a short break, so stick around for more Trivia Escape Pod. Trivia, Trivia Escape Pod, just go ahead now. We're back with more Trivia Escape Pod. If you like the show, help us out by leaving us a review or telling a friend to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or TriviaEscapePod.com. Every review matters for our little podcast like ours, so give us a shout, please, please. Sarah, round three today is a this or that round. So what's going to happen is we're going to give you two categories, <sighs> and then we're going to have five things, and you got to tell us, do they fit into category A, or do they fit into category B? This or that. This or that. I you like ready? It. I like it. My odds are going up already. I can feel it. Okay. So, and we're going to have you answer immediately rather than waiting till the end of the round. Mm-hmm. Speed is of the essence, okay. Sarah yeah. Boyd. You can't right. take too much time to think about this. Here is your first one. Lena Dunham quote or serial killer quote? <laughs> so tell us, is this Lena Dunham or a silly oh. serial killer? One A. You've learned a new rule, and it's simple: don't put yourself in situations you'd like to run away from. <laughs> Lena Dunham. That is yes. correct. One B. I just don't want to be around people who don't hate everything in their life right now. Lena Dunham. That's Lena Dunham. One C. I've got to start eating at home more. Serial killer. That is a serial killer. One D, I don't drink in the essence of the classroom. I didn't, uh, let me start over. I didn't drink in the essence of the classroom. I didn't take legible notes or dance all night. Lena Dunham. That is Lena Dunham. And one E, even psychopaths have emotions. Then again, maybe not. Lena Dunham. That is a serial killer, actually. (laughs) That was a pretty good round. All right. All right. Round two, is it a YA novel or a Fallout Boy song? Ooh, good one. All right. To A, Dear Future Self. Fallout song. Yes. To B, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. YA. Yes. C, Hold Me Tight or Don't. YA. Fallout Boy. I know. Uh, To D, An Ember in the Ashes. YA. Yes. And 2E, A Study in Charlotte. Fallout Boys. YA. (gasps) Pretty good, though. (laughs) Number three. Sarah, is this a true crime podcast or a metal band? Excellent. (laughs) All right. 3A is Dark Funeral. Metal band. Correct. 3B is Danger. Danger. Podcast. That is a metal band. 3C, (laughs) Atlanta Monster. That is an actual podcast. That is a true crime podcast. 3D, Missing and Murdered. Also an awesome Canadian podcast. That is a true crime podcast. And 3E, In the Dark. Also a podcast. That's a true crime podcast. Jacob Wetterling. All right. Round four. Minor Star Wars character or Hockey Hall of Fame? All right. 4A, Hap Day. Oh, God. These are going to be hard. Um, Hockey. Yes. 4B, Turk Broda. Hockey. Mm-hmm. 
Four C, Jari Curry. Star Wars. Nope. Hockey. <laughs> uh, four D, Wilro Hood. Star Wars. Indeed. And four E, Hod Stewart. Hockey. Indeed. Uh, good job. <laughs> Sarah, number five, is this a Nelly song or a TV show that was canceled in 2012, 2013? <laughs> All right, so 5A, On the Grind. Nelly song. That is correct. 5B, Bomb Girls. Nelly song. That is a canceled TV show. 5C, Work It. Nelly song. (laughs) That's a Nelly song. 5D, Malibu Country. That's a TV show. Canceled TV show. And 5E, Oh, Nelly. That's a... That's a Nelly song. That is a Nelly song. But boy, you almost thought yourself out of that one. (laughs) All right. Our last one. Academy Award winning movie or Nickelback song. All right. 4A. You can't take it with you. Ooh. Oh, my God. I don't know. It sounds so Nickelback, but I'm going to say Academy Academy Award. Indeed. It's a movie. 6B. Rockstar. Academy Award winning movie. That one is a Nickelback song. <gasps> yeah, the movie did not win an Academy Award. It had uh, Marky Mark <laughs> as a cover band a singer. <laughs> All right. 6C, After the Rain. After the Rain? Mm-hmm. Nickelback. Mm-hmm. 6D, Edge of a Revolution. Edge of, was Edge of Tomorrow? Are we talking about the Tom <laughs> Cruise joint? Um, Ed, Edge of a Revolution? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a Nickelback song. Yeah, it's a Nickelback the- song. And 6E, uh, Gladiator. Gladiator is an amazing Academy Court award-winning <laughs> Oscar show. I don't know. All right. <laughs> and that is the end of our round, and our AI is flashing your score, which is 1,700 points. An amazing bowling score. The best bowling score. And 1,000 points on the podcast does get us into another quadrant of space. So you have powered the pod for yet another week with your correct answer, Sarah. But we are not done. Before we go into our final round, though, I'd like to talk about the fact that you seem to know a lot about Nickelback songs. Mm. Except she didn't know Rockstar. That's a Nickelback song? I missed that album. Wanna I be mean, a rock star. That one? All I, have I to don't say know what it sounds like. I is that I was like... a teenager in the 90s, so... The 1890s. Yes. Yeah. The 1890s, so, uh, golden age. Gilded age. Mm. Of American rock. Yep. Mm. As they were driving railroads across this mm-hmm. great country, they were also like, let's literal, listen to Nickelback. Literal rock. Literal rock. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Sarah, we have one question left for you today. Okay. It is a top 10 question, and each correct answer is going to get you 100 points. 100 points. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And mm-hmm. here is the question. All right. According to the Recording Industry Association of America, what are the 10 best selling albums in U.S. history? As a hint, the most recent of these was released in 1998. 1998! So roughly 94 years from now. I should know. Before I'm born still. Oh, hey. Um, well, you're on a whole other timeline. So Aren't you list... living in 2096? Basically. Yeah. 2096? Mm-hmm. That's the year that Engineer Rachel is from. That's how oh. she has all these amazing skills to build all kinds of things in the podcast and occasionally do genetic sequencing. 
I mean, time travel. It matters. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's more of time loopholes, you know. Perfect. You just gotta know them. Causal loops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So top ten albums. A top ten. Al- oh, okay. I know that um, one was probably Thriller. Michael Jackson. That is correct. That's the number two answer. So that's one hundred points. Thriller sold thirty three million copies. That is many. That is a so lot. Many. That so is many more than I have ever sold. I think that was all of the people alive in the United States at the time had a copy of Thriller. I think you're right. I think that's true. Check with check with your folks sometimes. In engineering. I know my mom has an album of Thriller. Okay. I've seen it. <laughs> that makes me trust your mom, but I already trusted your mom. Right. Okay. We trust Christine in this household. That's true. Excellent. All right, Sarah. Other ones. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, something by Elvis, but I can't name any albums. It's got to be Elvis, right? Like Hound Dog? All right. Is that your second guess? Yes. Elvis Presley does not appear on the list of the best-selling what? albums of no, all time. Man. No. I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think when Elvis was... Rocking and rolling. They stopped. They it was more single sales than mm-hmm. like full albums. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think full albums got big until the let's say 70s. like mid sixties. Sixties. Yeah. I Sometime don't know. after. Were you alive then? <laughs> watching <laughs> it happen. On, come on now. <laughs> no, that was a little bit before my time. <laughs> what are you, boomer? I don't know, I don't know how old you are. <laughs> I'm not a boomer. Why does everyone keep saying okay, boomer? You Gen okay. X. Boomer. Yeah, I'm Gen X. That's mm-hmm. right. All right, Sarah, your third answer. Okay, third answer. Uh, third answer, something to do with um, Mariah Carey and Dream Lover? Not quite. Unfortunately, Mariah Carey also not on this list. Tragedy. Is it a tragedy? I don't know. She it is. Can I, I will give you a hint. Highs. It's a very male-centric list. Oh, it's a bunch of dudes. Elton John. Something with Elton John. Candle in the wind. Two candles in the wind. Three 20, sheets to the wind. 26 <laughs> windows. Elton John not on the list Be- at all. Beatles. The Beatles yes. are on the list. Yes. Can Beatles. you tell us which album? All the Beatles albums. White. No, not the White Album. White Album. Yes. yes. This is the White Album. With 24 million units sold, the Beatles' White Album is number five on the list. Okay. Uh, so, dude-centric list. 1998. Who was... Well, 98 was the last one. The last... The latest one. Most of them were well before, well before 98. Well so 60s. Something by... Something by Stevie Wonder. Oh, unfortunately, yeah. Stevie Wonder does not that appear anywhere on the list. It Obviously, really I is. Right, right. I just... Songs in the Key of Life? Say, okay, yes. not that album. Oh. Okay. So, no, no. Songs in the Key well, of Life, 100%. I mean... Well, I just called to say I love you. Whatever album that was on, that was like... I think it was an amazing single, and it... It was transformative for me when I was in junior Ooh, high. Stevie Wonder on the downswing in the 1980s. I'm just go ahead and say it. But his hot 70s takes. stuff. Good, good stuff. Hot uh, takes. Oh, I got plenty of hot takes about Stevie Wonder. I know. Well, I didn't know about the Stevie Wonder specifically, but you do have a lot of hot it's takes. It's true. What about Jackson 5? The Jackson 5 do not appear anywhere ABC. on the list. One, two, three. You've got four answers left, Sarah. Uh, okay, t- I'm trying hard. Um, uh, Madonna! Material no. Girl! Which is honestly shocking and upsetting. It's kind of, yeah. Rigged, rigged. These are lies. It's sexist. Indeed. Billboard is fake news. Billboard is fake news. Casey Kasem! <laughs> That's not... No. <laughs> person. 
It's not um, Billboard. It's the Recording Industry Association of America. Sting. Sting. No. David Bowie. I'm just naming artists now. <laughs> you are just naming artists now. But you've got two more guesses. Two more guesses. Okay, I'm going to go big. James Taylor. No, I think that's oh, gross. Ugh. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, 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 Boy bands, Backstreet Stuck. All right. I don't know. I I give up my last two. I will just say another Backstreet Boys. Boys to Men. No. <laughs> Should have been Boys to Men. Let's be honest. I agree. Anyway, all right. Your answers from number ten going up. Number ten is Hootie and the Bluefish. Cracked rear view at twenty one million. Ugh. Okay, keep going. This is upsetting. Number nine is Garth Brooks, Double Live. 21 million as well. Pink Floyd, The Wall, 23 million. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. Number seven is Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin 4, 23 million. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Number six is Billy Joel, Greatest Hits, Volume 1 and 2. Icky. No, wait, it's somebody else. Keep going. Uh, okay. Uh, number five was the Beatles, the White Album. Yay! Number four, ACDC, Back in Black, twenty-five million. Yeah. Uh, number three was the Eagles, Hotel California, twenty-eight million copies sold. I've heard of the Eagles? <laughs> Once or twice. Number two was Michael Jackson with Thriller, and number one was also the Eagles, their greatest hits album. With Eagles got twice thirty-eight million copies. I feel um, like a greatest hits album is kind of a cop out. Yeah, that doesn't even count. But. It shouldn't count. Oh my god! Well, I'm... Billy Joel had two of them. Billy yeah. Joel. All, well, but they counted for all in they one counted package. for one. So that's true. They were in a little one better. package. Yeah. All I have to say was Billboard lists so white and also so sexist. Well, given that Michael Jackson is there at number two, I agree with with that sentiment. All right, so the AI has been keeping your score, and here at the end, your final score is... 1,900 points! Amazing bowling score! (laughs) Best bowling score I've ever seen. As always, all of our questions were provided by our AI supercomputer. So if you think it made a mistake, shoot us an email at triviaescapepod at gmail.com or give us a shout on Twitter at Trivia Escape Pod. You can let us know what's happening on Earth, which we're nowhere near, or if you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can also ask one question, any one question that you would like to ask of one of our future guests, not knowing who that guest might be. And today we're going to let Engineer Rachel ask one question of the gang. Oh, okay. Didn't know this was my job this week. Okay. Hmm. What is your most mundane something that you're very good at? Like your secret superpower that isn't like... uh, That isn't a superpower. Like mine is that I look really good in hats. Oh, this is a good one. Like, if you put a hat on me, I just look good in it. Interesting. Every hat, all hats. It's useless, but it's a superpower. Did you notice this power yourself, or did someone observe it for you? No, I remember specifically senior year, I put on a a hat while shopping around with my high school friends, and they're like, Rachel, why do you look so good? That dumb hat. And I was like, it's it's my superpower. Okay. 
And now I good, just it's a good ass. one. You can use that for yeah. all kinds of crime. Indeed. <laughs> Sarah Boyd, what is your uh, secret superpower that secret. has only to do with a very mundane task? My secret mundane superpower, I am, uh, I mean, it's got to be all like domestic chores. Like I'm an amazing folder. I can mm. iron that shirts a, that's and a good under superpower. five minutes. That's a I good superpower. I learned from my dad. Mm. My mom didn't iron a shirt to save her life, but he was an expert ironer. Hmm. I know. Right. I can like put creases. Wow. Under five minutes. Do you iron your jeans though? I have ironed at one point in my life everything I own. Huh. I don't currently iron anything, but I I've just gone through ironing phases where I ironed like my underwear. If hmm. you had underwear with a picture of Mitt Romney on it, would, would you, you iron it? it? Every day. That's a delicate item, Sarah Boyd. I know. Could you do light little steam press. I would just... get it dry cleaned. I would think no. it was dry cleaned. I don't want anybody only. else touching the underwear. <laughs> I would want everyone else touching the Mitt Romney underwear. You oh, have okay. bowling shoes. <laughs> That's true. Wait, what is your superpower? My mundane superpower is I can fall off of a mechanical bull almost before it starts moving. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, every time I've ever been on one, pretty much the first time it tilts, I just fly right off. So you don't bet on you. No, never, ever, ever. Riding. Yeah. No. It, it what would... about a real? What if you're secretly really good at real bulls? Mm. Just <laughs> but not fake bulls. If you put me on something that's got just a, like a little bit of like uh, like a hide, I'm, I'll stay on for sure. But if it's just smooth pleather, <laughs> yeah. I'll just I slide no right one, off. No one messes. It's with a materials pleather. problem. I understand. <laughs> no one does mess with pleather. <laughs> Well, Sarah, we know we need to get you back into your pod, but this is our chance to talk about anything you've got coming up or anything you want our listeners to know about. Um, I'm trying to think what to plug. I mean, I guess I'm teaching a mystery fiction class in the fall. So, Ooh. you know, come on down, UNC. Uh, murder, murder, death, kill. Um, it'll be classic. Golden age all the way up to the neo-noir of the early 20th century and you're going to be watching some Veronica Mars of course <laughs> it's the best mystery show on television yes that's a TV show that ran from 1901 to 1903 on the I don't know what network with Myrna Loy <laughs> as <laughs> Veronica Mars <laughs> it was not a talk you gotta read a lot oh my god that, that would be amazing Rachel, what have you got coming up? I never have anything coming up. However, um, you should always follow my bookstagram. Ooh. And also, which my bookstagram is reading Rachel, a Rachel with an AEO. And you should follow it. Rachel. Mm hmm. Reading Rachel. It's very good. I, I, I get some inside scoops due to my internship. So mm -hmm. I just got the finished copy of Julia Alvarez's new book. It's Ooh. very pretty. She is the stuff. Mm -hmm. Big fan. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about that book. of the Butterfly, right? Mm -hmm. She did that one, How the Garcia Girls Lost Their Accents. Her yeah. new one is Afterlife. Ooh, and do you have an advanced copy? I got an advanced copy, but now oh. we have the print books. They're just not able to be sold yet. Ugh. But. And you guys aren't like Amazon where you're like, whatever, we don't care. Margaret Atwood, we'll just sell a book two weeks in advance no matter what. We're not bound yeah. to rules and laws we and we don't pay taxes. We try to be better than Amazon. <laughs> we all try to be better than Amazon. It's really not hard to be better than Amazon. <laughs> Low bar. 
Well, come on out to Linda's Bar and Grill on Franklin Street every Tuesday night at 8. You can catch me or Julia or occasionally, every so often, we get Engineer Rachel on Sometimes, the mic over there. It's, it's a rare thing, but it's always pleasant when it happens. And we've got live trivia with a $25 gift card prize. So come and win that. It would, it's just better $25. that we don't let Joe or Abigail, our previous guests, win. Mm. Also, if you are in the mood for a little bit of sketch comedy, I'm teaching a sketch comedy course. And on Saturday, February 29th at 7 p.m. at the OK All Right Theater in Durham, you can catch my students. Their group is called Big Milk, and their show is called <laughs> Sketch Cells. And it is Awesome. I'm super excited. So come on out. It's only a $5 suggested donation at the door. And that'll be a really awesome night of sketch comedy oh, from What's some really wonderful Wait, people. Wait, what day is that? Saturday, February 29th. No, I'm supposed that's to go home that February day. 29th. Well, bring your family here, good Rachel. Good idea. Yeah, good. All right. Okay. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. We are going to get you back through the airlock and onto your pod. Any parting words before you go? Sorry, I just burped. <laughs> that was an accident that tracks <laughs> was a little gassy all right well there she goes off through the airlock and Rachel, it looks like our oxygen readings are low the yeah. pod's only going to be able to support one of us to stay awake for the next week plus a cat so it's time for you to go on your no pod. i thought maybe this would be the week that i got to see how this thing worked <laughs> and that's trivia escape pod tune in next week bye but dip, 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 but d